Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Crank it a little. Start from the beginning. September 14, 2015, as always, you got the best Monday duo in raw radio, television, and history. It is the infamous JD, the Iceman, Jared DiGiamo here in Pittsburgh with me. As always, my good friend, John Gross, the human suplex machine, Johnny. We had a great intro to start out our show today because we got a lot to talk about today. Oh, yes, we got a lot to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to sit tight. I want you to hold on to your seats or hold on to your butts because we're going to have an awesome, action-packed, show for you. Yes, we do. And boy, talking about eyes in the sky tonight, let's begin with the Raw preview. However, what a show tonight we got in Memphis, Tennessee. The big story tonight, of course, two matches. That's right, not just one, two title matches, ladies and gentlemen, for the price of one. And it's going to be a crazy night. Monday night football starting up the new season. Philadelphia and Atlanta down there in Atlanta. Out there in the West Coast, for you fans of the 49ers, you will be playing the Minnesota Vikings and Adrian Peterson. But the focus is on Beale Street in Memphis tonight, folks. And we're going to talk about those matches right now as we get into detail here as we are going on to the Go Home Show for Night of the Champions, which is this Sunday on the WWE Network, live on pay-per-view from Houston, Texas. Our number is 1-724-444-7444. If you want to give us a call, we're going to expect probably some guests today. You never know who will stop by. However, just hit one three eight seven four four and the number 1, and you can talk to J.D. and John here on the show. John, the first match we're going to talk about, of course, is the big tag match, of course. As you know, we saw what happened last week in Baltimore with the New Day, the Dudleys, and, of course, uh, the primetime players, but it's going to be the New Day and the primetime players facing off with each other tonight. The winner goes on to face the Dudleys this Sunday night of the Champions. What do you expect on this one? 
Well, I think the new day, the new day's greatest champions are about to come to an end soon before because they were champions at SummerSlam. But I see the primetime players. I don't know if they're going to win the titles or not, but you know it could be it could be something happening. We could see primetime players versus the Dudleys, or else. The New Day is still going to remain champions. I, my gut feeling tells me it's going to be the New Day. Yeah, and it might not be a good day for the New Day come Sunday when they face off with Yvonne and Bubba Ray. And, of course, the big match, the one that everyone in the Internet fan base is talking about is the big one. And you and I have been talking about this for weeks on end. We've been talking about this for the last month or so. It is going to happen, folks, tonight. We don't know when it's going to happen, but we think it's going to be the main event. In fact, my colleague and I think it's going to be, should be the main event. It'll be Nikki Bella putting her Divas title on the line, ladies and gentlemen, 295 and counting, ladies and gentlemen, the Bellatron, the Bellators, the Bella Army is ready to see her break the record of A.J. Lee. But Charlotte Flair, the Queen Diva herself, no pun intended on our host, Michelle Lindodds, of mayor out of Suplex City, but Charlotte Flair hopes to do it with Flair tonight and end the reign of Nikki Bella. Can she do it? Will she do it? I've been saying all along, yes, it's going to happen tonight, and I think it will happen tonight. John, your thoughts. You know, you know, Jamie, I hit, think you hit the nail on the head right there. Charlotte Charlotte, she's been unstoppable ever since she debuted in July in the WWE. She's a former NXT Women's Champion. On the other hand, you got Nikki Bella that came into the WWE in 2008, and she's been she and her sister have been making headwaves ever since. She's been the Divas Champion three times. Yes, in her career. That's right. Well, her sister Brie, I don't know, but yeah, we can take that out of the equation. But yeah, she's she's had a nice reign for the past year or so, but all good reigns come to an end, and I think we've said it best, folks. It's going to happen tonight. We both feel it that way. Well, with that said, we'd like to hear from you out there. What do you think, people? One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. I am the Iceman Jared Dromo, and of course the Human Suplex Machine John Gross in Virginia joining me live today. This is episode eight Raw Radio. Just hit one three eight seven four four number one, and you can talk to us today. However, please call in. We would love to hear from you all out there today. We hope to have some guests joining us today, and uh, who knows what else will join us on the panel. I mean, it's going to be a good show. Uh, that being said, let's talk about Night of the Champions now, John, as we're going to go into our early predictions. Of course, hopefully we'll have our colleagues uh, join us later and give us their thoughts about this, ladies and gentlemen. With that said, however, uh, let's begin with the first match on the card. However, this is these are in no order in particular. However, we're going to talk about the first match that might I think we'll see on Sunday is the tag match, the Dudleys and the New Day. Uh, give us your thoughts on this one, John. Damon! Get the table! Enough said. I think my colleague said it best, folks. Yes, I think it's time for Bubba and Devon to do some table dancing, if you will, no pun intended. I think table dancing ain't going to be the word, however. It's going to be more like table smashing, if you will, when uh, the New Day, whoever the New Day gets put through, Xavier Woods, Big E Langston, or even Kofi Kingston. I mean, I think the New Day have had a good run as champs. Don't get me wrong. As much as we don't like the New Day on this show, we have to give them their props. But I think tonight, however, this could be the beginning of the end, however, their uh Rain, so to speak. You never know. We'll see, however. But uh, that, I think, will happen on Sunday. I think Devon and Bubba Ray. Wait a minute. We got someone on the phone, ladies and gentlemen. I think we know who it is. The Majesty of Majesties is here, ladies and gentlemen. The King of WCWS Attitude is with us. Are you with us, Your Highness? 
Yellow. Hey, yo. Yes, it is. It is our good friend, King Gerard T. Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Just in time as we were starting the show here, Your Majesty, glad to have you up with episode number eight. How are you today, sir? Pretty good. How are you? Theme music for him. Yeah, I, we're gonna we're gonna work on that. I think we have to work on that. I think the NWA theme sits well, but I think a good theme would be perfect. We were talking about the uh, Charlotte uh, Nikki uh, thing to start out the show today, Your Highness, and we want to get your thoughts. Does Nikki's reign end tonight, or does it end on Sunday? Do you feel? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Okay, so he's going with Sunday, folks. And then we were talking about the uh, whole uh, tag situation, the New Day versus the primetime players. I mean, I think the New Day gets out of this with a win tonight, but I think a table is waiting for them on Sunday. What do you feel? I feel the same way. All right. Well, so far we've got three people on the panel now. We've got the King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith, joining us, ladies and gentlemen, from Ontario. We've got John Gross from Virginia. We've got J.D. in Pittsburgh here on U.S. Raw Radio, Episode 8. The number is one seven two four. 444-7444. We were doing our predictions, Howard, and of course we all shared our first match predictions of what will happen on Sunday. Let's go to the next match, however. Uh, if it does indeed happen, and I think it will happen on Sunday because you never know, Nikki might use her rematch clause here against the new champion. That's right, I've already said it. New champion. John and I have already said it, but His Majesty disagrees with us, however. It'll be Nikki and Charlotte, the rubber match, if you will, or the second match, if you will, with these two, however. Um, this time I'm going to throw it over to uh, Gerard, however. I know he's going to say Charlotte, however, but uh, he can give us the reasons why it'll happen Sunday and not tonight. Your Majesty, proceed. Well, I think it won't happen tonight because John Cena has a big thing. He doesn't want his girlfriend losing, so he may want to beat the AJ record, so I don't think she'll do it. So. Okay. okay. Wait, now, so she gets a match tonight. That's correct. Yeah, um, what I'm thinking is, however, yeah, if 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 Nikki should lose tonight, though, I'm I'm saying this now, and John would back me up on this. I think you might agree too, there, King. uh, That if Nikki loses tonight, she could use her rematch clause maybe on Sunday, possibly. But if Charlotte loses tonight, she doesn't get another match on Sunday. Then. I think she does. I mean, I'm going to go on record. I think she will. You don't think it will happen. I think it will happen because, I mean, I mean, personally, I think, I mean, John and I have already said this could be your main event on tonight. I think this would be perfect as a main event tonight, although you never know. I mean, the booking team has been in meetings all day, we understand, Memphis. They still don't know what's going to be the finish yet. They've been wavering it all weekend, we understand. They were in, like, in Canada this weekend, in your neck of the woods, believe it or not, uh, actually in Western Canada, to be exact, in Calgary and Edmonton, where Bret Hart made an appearance, believe it or not, we understand. Oh, right on. Yes, so we'll see. I mean, it, it's going to be an interesting night, let's just say, on Beale Street. I mean, I've already said at the start of the show, it's going to be a wild night on Beale Street. And considering you've got two, uh, well, subpar Monday night football games and with the baseball playoffs heating up, power, it promised to be an exciting Monday night, no question about it. All right, our next match. Again, these are in no order, ladies and gentlemen. I imagine these matches have all just about finalized now. We'll hear a couple more, I'm sure, later on tonight and probably some more this week on SmackDown this week, however, which they are in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, believe it or not, tomorrow night for the go-home show. Uh, it will be, I believe this has been, uh, this is match is just about signed right now. It'll be the Wyatt family taking on Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and their mystery partner. We keep hearing Randy Orton's name pop up. I've been hearing Baron Corbin. I've also been hearing Kane. What have you guys been hearing? Uh, I'm going to turn it over to John. What have you been hearing as far as names who will be teaming up with Roman and Dean on Sunday? 
As far as I'm concerned, I haven't heard anything lately about about who's going to be the Wyatt family's partner. I keep thinking it's going to be Eric Rowe, and I don't know, and I keep thinking it's going to be Randy Orton, yep. maybe Baron Corbin. I, I don't know. But, yeah. you know. But if, who, you had to, but if you had to guess right now, what would that one person be? Who would the one person be? I would, well, you brought the last person, Kane, and I say... And I say I think it's time for Kane to return to the old. Yeah, with the mask and everything, it kind of makes sense, especially against a big, strong guy like Braun Strowman. Your Majesty, who do you think it'll be uh, teaming up with Roman and Dean this Sunday? Whoa, I was thinking Baron Corbin, but then since you said Kane, yeah, he's supposed to be coming back too. So right. I, I, it's tough. I mean, I think we're all going to be having a, a, a real uh, a head noodle scratcher in this one. I mean, yeah, I mean, for weeks I've been saying Baron Corbin. I mean, John mentioned Eric Rowan at the outset, and like I just mentioned, Kane. I mean, there's three good names you toss out right there, and we'll have to wait and see who they're going to throw out there. But uh, we're going to find out, I'm sure, either tonight, if not tonight, then definitely come Sunday. Well, with that said, again, the number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. This is WCWS Raw Radio, week number eight. Two months we've done this now, guys. It's been a great two months, and hopefully you're joining us out there on TalkShoe. However, you can listen to us each and every Monday on TalkShoe.com. You can also listen Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on WCWS Revolution with Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, of course, Gerard T. Smith, the JML Experience, Michelle Lynn uh, Dodds, however. In fact, uh, John just gave us a little posting, however, mind you, and we're going to talk about that in just a second, John, so hold off on that for just a minute. Uh, and, of course, you can join the rest of the panel, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, and uh, we would like to send us uh, two things, however. First off, however, to our good colleague, Rhonda Rush Wright, friends of Gerard and me, uh, her dad is not doing very well, we understand, and prayers are being said to her and her family, and we would like to express our prayers here on Raw Radio today to her and her family. Hope everyone's doing well, and hopefully it will be a very strong recovery, certainly. And we're thinking of you, Rush. We love you, and we hope you're listening in today as well. All right, uh, with that being said, uh, John's got some history for us, and I think, George, you're going to like hearing what he has to say today. Uh, John, go ahead with the history, please. This is real early that I'm doing this, but September 14th, 1997, Kurt Hennig was, and I don't know if you all remember this or not, NWO took on the four horsemen that day in war games, Yes. and Kurt Hennig joined the New World Order. That's right, down in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I think a lot of people recall that because of what had happened a few weeks before when Kurt was given the so-called convetted spot by AAR and Anderson, and of course the Four Horsemen did that crazy, goofy, out-of-control, insane, uh, very questionable parody. Uh, Your Majesty, do you recall that day? Yes, I do. It was a perfect day. It was a perfect day. He's a term loosely. Well said, sir. Well said. And, John, what's our next one? The Four Horsemen Reunited in World Championship Wrestling. Yes, one year later, the night that Mark McGuire, it was the week after McGuire hit number 62. That was in Greenville, South Carolina at the Bylos Center, I recall. And uh, we saw J.J. Dillon and Arn Anderson and the Iceman, not me, but Dean Malenko, the Iceman, the man of a thousand holds. And, of course, Ric Flair really got up in uh, Eric Bischoff's face, especially after all the craziness that went on during that 98 year between Flair and WCW, as well as Eric Bischoff in the office. So certainly a lot of uh, history there, to say the least. Uh, I got, I can, go ahead. I got one more for you, J.D. Fire away, please. 
one year also today. Yes. And I don't, and I know if y'all are gonna like this or not, but September fourteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Although this was taped, but broadcast on September sixteenth. I don't know if you remember this or not, but the boss, the WWF boss, the chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, yes. defeated Triple H to win the WWE Championship for the first time. Wow. Where was where was that event held? Do we recall where that event in City it was held at? Do you, do you think you can dig that up for us while we're doing that? Possibly. Was it in Las Vegas or something? That sounds right. I want to say Vegas or L.A. or something like that. Yeah, because I know it was on an episode of Raw. That was... I recall that a lot of people recall that. In fact, 1999 was a very interesting year for WWE, if you recall that late latter part of the fall, because I remember that was about the same time Vince Russo and Ed Ferrara took off and went down south to WCW and joined up with WCW as the new writers down there, if you recall, however. So uh, it was a very interesting time. It was about that same time, I think, also, and I think, Your Majesty, you recall this, was about the same time when they were doing the Triple H Stephanie um, storyline with Vince. Do you recall that? Yes, I do. Yes, I think we all do. All right, well, let's get back to more predictions, folks. However, we're glad you could join us here again on Raw Radio 1-724-444-7444-13874, the number one. You can talk to the King, Gerard T. Smith. You can talk to J.D. the Iceman. You can talk to the Human Suplex Machine. We are here for episode number eight. You can also listen on TalkShoe.com each and every Monday from 3 to 5. We're here. Sometimes we come on a little early because we like to do it that way. Also, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, listen to... Revolution Radio with Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw on his panels I mentioned already. And on Saturday night, of course, join the king and the queen of Suplex City, the mayorette of Suplex City, as I like to call her, who hopefully is getting her power back as we speak. I know she's not been very happy with that lately, and we all know why. She definitely um, had a chance uh, uh, to uh, give us her thoughts about why that is, however. Uh, but if she's listening, Michelle, we're thinking of you today. Hopefully you'll join us here in a little bit, however. And if not, hopefully you'll okay. be back with us. Yes. If her power doesn't come back on, guess what? What's that? I I bet you her I bet you her um technicians will be taking a ride to Suplex City. <laughs> I think Gerard will back me on that one. When you say so, Your Majesty. What's that? Uh, John said if uh, Michelle's power doesn't come back on, she uh, will take the cable repairman to Suplex. <laughs> I could think of another term. I think she'll give them the F5 and then some. A couple F5s in the middle of the ring, however, and uh, there'll be a little bit of uh, who knows will be coming out, however, but it won't be pretty. Let's just say that. All right, our next match, guys. Uh, let's see. What is also on the docket? We got, um, I believe, I'm trying to think what other matches. Have we heard any other matches that have been listed on the card? I mean, I've already gone through three of them. I don't know if there's a couple more. I mean, we've already gone through three of them. I mean, we know the title match. Um, we know the Divas Affair. Uh, we do know that... Dol- oh, yes, I forgot one. Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev. And no Lana here, ladies and gentlemen. Lana, who had surgery last week, however, and will be out the rest of the year, however, due to a wrist injury, however, will take on Dolph Ziggler again. Uh, I don't know if you both saw what Rusev did this past week, however, by mocking uh, Lana and her injury, while Lana gave us a heartfelt speech and giving us an update on her condition. But Rusev by mocking Lana, was one of the most disgusting, despicable things I've ever seen, however, by far. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about uh, Rusev making fun of Lana's injury and this matchup going into Sunday? 
very <clears throat> heel mode of him. Uh, he's talking more, I think. Uh, yep. And he's uh, he's very heelish, which which I like. So, yes, uh, he is. He, he's, he's, he's very heelish. I agree. What he needed out of that, he got everybody mad. Yep. And I think and I think he definitely made Dolph mad because I think Dolph's gonna be coming out ready to play on Sunday here in Houston. We'll have to wait and see. Uh John, your thoughts about this whole thing with uh the way Russo's been acting and what do you expect of this match coming up on Sunday? You know, his uh, Russo's attitude towards Lana, it hasn't been stopped since since Russo lost the US title at WrestleMania. And constantly she he's been abusing her and Lana had the courage to leave and go with Dolph Ziggler, but Rusev still wants to be a little boy. Once thinks he's got the whole world on his shoulders now, and he's got Summer Rae and trying to help him build on his career. But you know what? I think the former world heavyweight champion Dolph Ziggler is going to come away with a victory here. Yeah. And Rusev, I never lost. Yeah, I I think so too. What we saw at SummerSlam was not good enough. We saw when the this has been going on since SummerSlam. I mean, with Lana recovering, however, I don't know if she'll be making the travel plans for this weekend in Houston, or she'll be staying at home watching her new man uh, take care of her old man, if you will, in uh, Rusev and Dolph dealing with him. We'll have to wait and see. It's going to be very interesting to see what comes on Sunday night. However, there in the Lone Star State. Um, is there any other matches have I skipped upon? Uh, maybe well, uh, I'm gonna turn it over to the King first. King, have you heard any other matches uh, as far as Sunday goes? No, I haven't. Unless they're gonna throw some in, throw some at us tonight. Yeah, they'll definitely throw some at us tonight. However, and uh, John, you well, haven't heard any. John, you uh, haven't heard any. Not really, but I'm I'm guessing they could have Ryback versus Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, that that'd be interesting. Let's talk about that for a second, guys. I mean, we saw what happened on SmackDown last week, KO getting up in the face of the uh feed me more monster, if you will, in the form of Ryback. What do we expect of this one? Uh Gerard will turn to you first. Uh, it's gonna be a pretty good uh matchup. Uh I think Ryback will keep it for now. Yeah, I agree. I don't see Ryback in Big Show, uh, possibly. And speaking of Big Show, I'll talk about him in a second. Um, John, what do you think? Well, you know, I think what Gerard mentioned, it's going to be a good match, and it's going to be a – it's not going to be a catch-as-catch-can war like JR would say. Yes. It's going to be a boss-all-slobber-knocker. Yes, I mean, you got two big bulls in there. I mean, you got Ryback, who's still the IC champion, and Kevin Owens starting to get back some momentum, especially after the whole Cesaro thing. However, I think he's uh, starting to get uh, some of his uh, mojo back, if you will, and uh, hopefully uh, he'll continue to ride upon that before the end of the year. We'll have to wait and see where it goes. I mean, speaking of Cesaro and Big Show, this is a match I could see maybe happening on the pre-show, maybe. I don't know if they will announce it, but you never know. It could be the Swiss Superman Cesaro taking on the big, angry Big Show. What do we think about this one, fellas? Gerard, you first. Uh, what's that? Uh, Cesaro and Big Show, what happened last week? Uh, what, do we think we're going to see this on the pre-show? And if so, uh, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, Cesaro. All right, you're going with the Swiss Superman? I'll go with him, too. John, what do you think? Um, Yeah, I think I agree with you. I second that with Gerard, and I think Cesaro is going to get the win here. 
Remember when he did the slam to Big Show at WrestleMania, tossed him over the top rope? Yep. This is not going to be an over-the-top rope match. It's going to mm-hmm. be a straight-up straight fight. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We're going to have to wait and see. I mean, like I said, there's going to be some more matches listed I'm going to show in the next two days, so we're definitely going to keep our eyes peeled for that. With that said, our number is, again, 1-724-444-7444. This is WCWS Raw Radio, episode number. You can listen to us each and every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m., or just log on to TalkShoe.com. You've got His Highness Roar T. Smith up there in beautiful Ontario. You've got J.D. here in Pittsburgh. And, of course, you've got the human suplex machine in Virginia, John Gross. And who knows who else will stop by today. I mean, we're just getting started here on this rare Monday, September the 14th, 2015, week number eight here on Talk Shoe. All right, guys, let's talk about the big match now, the big main event that everyone is talking about, Seth Rollins versus Sting, however. Oh, I forgot the other match, Seth Rollins and John Cena. I knew I forgot the other match. All right, let's get to Seth Rollins and John Cena before the world title matchup. I knew I slipped up somewhere, and I'm glad I caught myself saying it now. So Seth Rollins taking on Cena for the U.S., not Sting, John Cena for the U.S. title. Uh, John, who do you like in this one between Seth Rollins and Cena for the U.S. title? Well, I have to go with with Rollins, but then again, Cena could get another win here. But you know, Rollins has a big has a big night ahead of him. He's got to defend the U.S. title and he's got to defend the WWE World Heavyweight Title. So I really think that Rollins. Is in for a long night in in Texas. So, you see, this is the first setback for him here against John Cena. Yes. All right. Your Majesty? Talking about Seth and Cena? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know which way they're going to go with this. Um, I hope Seth keeps the belt, this belt, but I don't know if he's going to keep the other belt either. So. Yeah. Unless they drop both belts and then, I don't know, goes back maybe to the shield. Or, or what would they do with him? Like, that's but, what it, it's like a chess thing. Like, you know, you don't want to you, – you build them up all year. so hmm. great. You can't knock them down. And, but right. He was great, it does, I guess. So you're kind of torn right now. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. No problem. I'm kind of torn, too, but you know what? I think Rollins is going to retain the U.S. title here. But as John said, I think he has a rough night ahead of him, however. And, of course, that will be coming up with Sting, of course. And let's talk about that Seth-Sting matchup. Uh, we'll turn it over to Your Majesty first. I'm going to ask you two questions on this one. First off, number one, one who wins? And two, do we see a cash-in? The floor is yours, Your Highness. Well, if Sting does win, yep. I hope there's a cash-in. But if he doesn't win, I hope there isn't a cash-in. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to say Sting wins, and I think there will be a cash-in happening. I have that funny feeling telling me in my gut saying it's going to be a cash-in moment. But you never know. They could wait until Monday night. We'll have to wait and see. John, what about you? Uh, well, I think Sting's going to take the win here. And, yeah, yeah, it's going to be the first time that we're going to see Sting win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship because, if you recall, Sting's last title ring, which I mentioned on September 12, 1999, last Saturday on this day in wrestling history, was when Sting won the WCW title over Hulk Hogan. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe it's been six. So I would say it's been 16 years since Sting hasn't held a championship. Well, TNA he did, but it's going to be interesting. I I mean I think we'll have to wait and see. I mean we really will have to wait and see, guys. But I think it's going to be very interesting. And like I said. We're going to keep our eyes and ears peeled, no question about it, about this, certainly to say the least. With that said, that's just some of our thoughts here on the panel, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, you can call in with your thoughts, too. And, of course, later this week we'll be talking about it on Revolution and, I'm sure, on Attitude Radio Saturday night, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. This is U.S. Raw Radio, episode number eight, as I've indicated all day long. And I'm going to keep on indicating because that's what I do best, ladies and gentlemen. You can also listen to us on TalkShoe.com. We've got John Gross from Virginia, the... Ice, or the man of the, I almost said the Ice Man, the man of a, I'm keep on saying my nickname, the Human Suplex Machine. I only get it right now. I got it right. You got uh, His Majesty, the King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith, and of course you got the Ice Man, Jared D. Joel, here in Pittsburgh. Of course, we're hoping to have some more people joining us here today. Uh, guys, up next, however, John's going to tell us how a little about about the 2K16 roster on WWE for your video game needs. So I'm going to let him turn it over to him and tell us which guys are in there and which new guys are coming out onto that game. So, John, the floor is yours. All right. Well, let me see if I got. Let me see if I'm uh, getting Lords of Pain up because I saw because I saw this on Lords of Pain. All right. Very good. Uh, all right. Hold on one second, guys. No problem. Take your time. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh oh. Where'd it go? No. Did you lose it? Oh. Oh, let me. I got. All right. All right. I got it on the news. All right. Go for it. Let me. Let me load it. Open it up here. Open it up. Please bear with him, ladies and gentlemen. He is trying to find us some big news here. So, in case you're wondering what it is, that's All right. 23 more superstars revealed for the WWE 2K16 video game. Yes. And this is something you're gonna, I'm going to like about this. All right. Go ahead. Baron, Cor- Baron Corbin. Yes. She. Yes. Ray Wyatt. Ryan Tillman. Mm-hmm. Colin Cassidy. Yes. Enzo Amore. Yep. The Uso. Yep. Jimmy and Jay. Which one? Uh, what? Which one? Sorry about the noise, folks. I mean, that's my dog barking here on the radio. It's not Stephanie McMahon barking out orders. It's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Uh, Was that last thing you threw out to us? Connor. Okay, Connor of uh, the Ascension. Yes, okay. Mark Henry. Yes. Mikey Whipwreck. Oh, okay. Yes. Nice. Old Mikey Shipwreck, as uh, Don Cyrus Cowles used to call him. And probably one of the toughest hombres you ever want to meet in a ring, however. And a real sweetheart of a guy here, too. Go on. Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat. One of my all-time favorites. I think all of us like him. That's awesome. Go on. Yes. Savio Vega. Yes. Stephanie McMahon Humphrey. Mm-hmm. Two versions of Sting 1999 and Blonde. Okay. Austin. And get this. Yes. My favorite. My favorite. My favorite uh, attires. Yes. The Undertaker has the American Badass and the Ministry. Ooh. Nice. And Xavier Wood. 
And I wonder if I have the trombone on standby, because I'm sure if the taker would fight him one-on-one, he'd stick that trombone where the sun doesn't shine, shall we say. Wow, that's a good, that's a, that's a, that is a very good list we got there, no question about it. I mean, we're definitely going to keep our eyes and ears peeled on that game, certainly. And that's out next month, I believe, is that correct? Yep, it is. Okay, there you go. So some great guys coming out in 2K16, among others, ladies and gentlemen. So get ready to reserve your copy now. It should be a great game. I mean, whatever system you have, PS1, 2, 3, 4, Xbox, uh, whatever. It's going to be a fun, fun game. And I'm sure people are lining up power to reserve their copy right now. And we will be definitely keeping our eyes and ears peeled on that. No question about it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, without question. So with that said, we want to thank our good friend there, John Gross, with the update on that. Guys, turning over the next thing, however, this is going to be a fun game we're going to play today, however. I've decided to list, however, some great moments from this year. I've called it shocking, disappointing, best pay-per-view, worst pay-per-view. So we're going to talk about those. We're also going to talk about what's in store for the rest of the year, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to play a little bit into the future for the next few months as well here on the show. So I'm hoping you all are up for that game today. The number is one seven two four 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 seven four four four. Hype up one three eight seven four four. Hit the number one. You can talk to all three of us, the human suplex machine, John Gross in Virginia. You can talk to JD here in Pittsburgh. And of course his majesty, the King of Kings of WCWS Attitude, who is on each and every Saturday night with the mayor of Suplex City or should I say the mayorette, I keep saying mayor, mayor, mayorette, doesn't matter, she's both, however, and of course she has her deputy assistant with her, who is our guest today, the king, Gerard T. Smith, and that is Michelle Lindards, who is still without power in Virginia, hopefully she's listening to us, and hopefully you're all listening to us here on TalkShoe.com, we would love to hear from you each and every Monday by giving us a call, as well as our other shows each and every Tuesday, Wednesday and Friday, Thursday night, of course, there's Wolfpack Radio, and then on Saturday night, join the U.S. Attitude Radio on Saturday. And this Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, join the panel with their very own take of Night of Champions, and that show will be getting started at 7 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, that promised to be a good show, and of course I know... This week, however, on some of the shows, however, we'll be talking about some of the matches that are on the card, however, and, of course, some little side bets are going to be made. Of course, Michelle and I had a little side bet the last time we had the pay-per-view at SummerSlam, which was between her man, Randy Orton, and, of course, James. I ended up winning that bet. I know she's looking to get payback on me, Gerard. I know she's looking to get back at you, too, after what happened last time. So I think uh, the mayorette is going to be after both of us this time. So we've got to be uh, on our toes this week, I feel. What do you think about that? Your Majesty. Gerard? John, is Gerard still with us, or did he go? I don't know. He might want to go on the beer. I'm not sure. Let me check. Gerard, are you with us still? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay, he's back with us. Okay, I was just saying uh, about what happened uh, last time when you and I had a little bet with Michelle. We uh, ended up winning, but I think the mayor is coming after us this time. We have to be on our toes this week, I was saying. What do you think about that? Yeah, I it's, do. Um. But uh, with that said, uh, before we get into the, uh, like I said, I was going to say, the uh, big, big um, things that I was mentioning, however, I'm going to uh, send out first off, however, ladies and gentlemen, a couple things. First off, uh, happy late birthday to two legendary wrestlers who uh, are no longer with us today, but if they were with us 
we'd wish them happy birthday still, too. The first of which, however, is adorable Adrian Adonis, formerly of the North-South Connection with Dirty Dick Murdoch back in the 80s, and, of course, used to host the Flower Shop Howard Cowboy Bob Orton and was with Jimmy Hart and took on the great legendary Roddy Piper in 1987 at WrestleMania 3, where he got his head shaved, referring to Adonis, thanks to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Adonis, of course, would have been 61 today. He passed away back in 1988 at the age of 34. Uh, memories of adorable Adrian Adonis there, Your Majesty. Uh, I thought it was great. He really got the fans going. He could really heal it up. Uh, and uh, I think he died down east, did he not? Uh, I think it was up in your neck of the woods, I thought I heard, in Ontario in a car crash back in 1988 uh, so on the 4th of July. Yeah, down east, uh, New Brunswick. Or yes, around that Atlanta. area. Yes, that is correct. Yes, yes, yes. And like you said, I mean, he he was he fought in the AWA, the WWF, and uh, I think he was in one other territory. I think he was supposed to go to Japan. I think before the car uh, unfortunate, untimely accident that ended his uh, tragic life so young and so soon. I think, however, he was a unique, unique, charismatic wrestler, and uh, certainly, however. Um, he was definitely, whether you liked him or didn't, however, he was one of the uh, most unique characters of his time. He was sort of like the, um, what am I trying to think here? Um, what character am I thinking of that he uh, that resembles him now? Uh, maybe you guys could help me. Uh, Gerard, do you know a character that would resemble Adonis now? Uh, no. <laughs> That's hard to say. Uh, John, do you have any idea who I'm thinking of? Mm, not really. Okay, well, give us your thoughts about adorable Adrian Adonis. What do you remember about him, if anything? Adrian Adonis? Yes. Well, I remember that WrestleMania match he had against Piper in WrestleMania 3, and to see him come out the losing end, and Piper yep. shaving his head. Well, yep. V-Fake shaving his head. I beg you, Piper and Adonis are having memories about that in heaven. <laughs> Yes, I, I think a lot of people recall that match, Our certainly. I think, that, I mean, they, they might have a rematch right now. Who knows? And uh, we could have a very special guest referee involved in that somehow. Whoever, I mean, we already said, I think, the guest commentators. I mean, I've already made that assumption. The guest commentating team probably would be someone like Gordon Soley and Gorilla Monsoon or Gorilla Monsoon and maybe someone like, um, who am I thinking of here? Uh, God, I can't even think today. Um well, I know Larry Nelson will probably be the backstage interview, the former AWA announcer, but I can see Gordon Soley and uh, Gorilla calling the action. I actually could. You know. Speaking of, speaking of commentators, JD. Yes. There was a there was a commentator with Gorilla Monsoon, and guess what? Hmm. We do you all know about that about that candidacy for presidency? I've been hearing a little bit about it. Please explain to our viewers what it is about. Well, it hasn't been confirmed, but well, it's been confirmed. Jesse the Bonnie Ventura is playing on getting back to politics again. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's been a while since we've heard his name in the political circle uh, uh, entity. Uh, Your Majesty, what do you think about Jesse Ventura getting back into the political game? Uh, I would dig that. I I hope he does. 
Yeah, I would too. I mean, I've always been a fan of Jesse's. Even when he was a heel wrestler and he was a great heel announcer, I mean, Jesse always told it like it was. And I know a few people have got to meet him firsthand. He is one of the most unique, charismatic people you ever want to talk to when it comes to political stuff. But as far as wrestling goes, too, nowadays he doesn't talk much about it. But uh, back in the day when he used to be an announcer at WCW and WWE, and even at one time as a wrestler in the WWE, however, when he... Uh, Used to go up against guys like Hulk Hogan. He also teamed up with, if you remember, guys, I think, Gerard, you might remember this, uh, with the uh, adorable one in the East-West connection, if you will, taking on Jim Brunzel and uh, Greg Gagne of the AWA back in the early 80s. Yeah. That was a great That was a great feud those four guys had. And then, like I said, Adonis went on to the WWE in 82 for a while. He teamed up with the late, great, dirty Dick Murdoch, did the North-South connection. That was very interesting. Adonis was from New York, and Dick, of course, was from down south. Of course, Dirty Dick Murdoch, who also teamed up with one of our all-time faves, guys, the American Dream baby, Dusty Rhodes, however, and doing the West Texas redneck thing back in the 70s. I mean, I'm throwing out so many old-school team names today. I mean, I'm glad I'm doing this. This is what makes me happy when I'm doing this sort of thing, and I'm sure you guys get a kick out of it, too. And uh, certainly, uh, like I said, Adonis was one of a kind wrestler. And speaking of a one of a kind wrestler, now I'm going to turn it over to Gerard. Gerard, going to like this next one, however. Another guy who left us too soon, but also who, if he would have been alive today, I know it would have been a rush. No pun intended. That's not a dig on our good friend Ronda Rush, right? However, who, as we said, we are thinking of her and her family. We all like to send our loving good thoughts to her and her family. Hope her dad's doing well. And uh, we're seeing prayers for them, too, uh, certainly here on Raw Radio. But this guy was definitely a rush, and this whole team was a rush there, Your Majesty. It was Road Warrior Hawk. He would have been 58 years old today had he been around. Probably one of the greatest tag teams, if not the best tag team I think I've ever seen in history. Hands down next to the four horsemen in the NWO, the Road Warriors. Yes, folks, Mike Hawk Hegstrand would have been 58 years old today. Uh, Your Majesty, so many great memories about the Road Warriors. We just can't pick one moment. I mean, from the Starcade uh, Rocket match with the Midnight Express to the Horseman Battles to other teams, Har, give us your thoughts about the Road Warrior Hawk. What a rush. He was one of a kind. Uh, like you said, there's how could you uh, pick one moment? Uh, there's so many. It was just, he was so uh, energetic. He was so pretty cool on the mic. I, everybody, like, watching him. Yeah, no question. No question. And, uh, John, give us your thoughts about Road Warrior Hawk and the memories of the Legion of Doom, if you will, the LOD. You know, J.D., Hawk and Animal were an awesome tag team. I think they were a great, a great tag team. And, you know, the great thing about them is because that they were an awesome team in the WWE, becoming the WWE Tag Team Champions. I mean, there's a lot of good history. Oh, yeah. They had lots of great kids with Demolition, the Heart Foundation. Well, not the Heart Foundation, um... Demolition, um, the Nasty Boys, Money Inc., Natural Disasters, New Age Outlaws, and that's not to name a few more people. Oh, yeah. The Midnight Express, I mean, the Four Horsemen, Tully and Arn, we mentioned, uh, Ivan and Nikita Koloff, I mean, the list goes on, you can definitely, we can we could spend two hours dissecting some of their greatest moments in the 80s, because, I mean, even early in their career, they took on guys like the Briscoe Brothers, uh, Jack and Jerry, uh, they took on guys that were even TV developmental guys, 
and they just squashed them. But I think the real fun began for them like in 85, 86, 87 when they went up with guys like the Horsemen and the Road Warriors. Or, what did I say? The Warriors, that's their name. The Midnight Express. And they even also teamed up with the Times guys like Sting and uh, Lex Luger and uh, also uh, even Nikita Koloff in a couple matches too, however, to go up against uh, guys like I said the, that were against them like the uh, Midnight Express and uh, all those other teams like Doom and... Uh, uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, the skyscrapers, even of uh, the Undertaker and Danny Spivey. There's so many great teams they've gone up with over the last 25, 30 years. I mean, it's just a shame that Hawk is still not around because he would be. I mean, I think now I would kill, and I think you guys, no pun intended, saying kill here, but I think a matchup of epic proportions would be great. And Gerard, you might like this one: Road Warrior Hawk versus Ryback. What about that one? Power versus power. Uh, yeah, that would be a pretty brutal matchup, but I'm yeah. going to have to go with Hawk on this one. Yep, I have too. And, uh, John, what do you think? Road Warrior Hawk and uh, Ryback in a uh, interesting power versus power matchup. Gerard, I did, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, and I know Hawk would be turning over in his grave for me saying this, but i got to say Ryback. You're going to go with uh, Mr. Feed Me More? You know what? I'm going to go with His Majesty, and I'm going to go against you there, John. I'm going to side with His Majesty in this one. Hawk's just too strong, I feel. I mean, with that power and the Doomsday device, I think it could happen. But we can only dream, can we? I mean, it would be a great fantasy matchup, no question about it. So uh, certainly we'd like to send out happy birthday to them, too, today. And also to a TNA diva, however, that Gerard, I'm sure you're going to like hearing this one. Angelina Love, however, turned 34 yesterday. Uh, your thoughts about Miss Angelina Love? Uh, I've been a big fan. She's from Toronto. She's married yep. to one of the wolves. Davy uh, Richards, yep, and yeah. she's about to be a mother. I believe oh, she, is she? Yeah, I think I she and Davy are have, talking about having kids, so congratulations wow. to both of them. Yeah, I just read somewhere about that earlier today. Yes, yes, certainly. Right on, and they got back with uh, the beautiful people, with Madison Rain and her and Velvet Sky. Yes, that is correct, and I, I do think they, I, I, I mean, I know it's, Heavy dreaming on these three. I mean, it would have been nice to see the WWE take a chance on these three. I'll tell you what, how they could have uh, spiced it up a little bit more with the Divas, however. But you know what? They got a good three already with ones they've got, like I said, already. And they got more Divas than we can handle. But uh, speaking of TNA, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, I'm going to point out a quick note, however, before I give the number out again. Uh, a certain WWE wrestling, uh, referee, however, who's been in controversy over the years, was just announced in the TNA Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. And you'll never guess who it is. And I'm going to ask, uh, first off, John, maybe you can take a guess who it is. Uh, was he the guy that helped ring the bell in Montreal? That is correct. You have got it. Yes, Earl Hebner, ladies and gentlemen, is going to the TNA Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. Former WWE official Earl Hebner, however, who also was in the NWA back in the late 80s or the mid-80s, if you will, however, has been announced as the new recipient of the TNA Hall of Fame as it was announced earlier today. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about Mr. Earl Hebner going into the TNA Hall of Fame? He's been around wrestling for a long wait a time. Wait a minute, wait a minute, guys. Uh, before I'm sorry to cut you off here, Gerard. We got a surprise call, and I think we know who's calling in now. I've been saying it all day. Let's bring her in now. I think she is here. The mayor out of Suplex City, are you with us today? Hello. Yes, is this the mayor out of Suplex City calling in today? I think so, yes. Michelle, good to have you with us. You're uh, 
man of the hour is the tower of power is in Mr. Gerard T. Smith, and of course John is with me as well. How are you today? Have you gotten your power back yet? As I've been pointing out on the show today. Uh, yes. Excellent. Uh, still have no internet or cable. That's probably not going to be till Wednesday. Oh. Well, we were saying yeah. how we were saying, however, there, Michelle, uh, if they don't come back on Wednesday, how I think they're going to have the F five or at least uh, take the guy to Suplex City. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's a great idea. Okay, we've talked a lot today, Michelle. I mean, we were talking about Night of the Champions. We were talking about uh, <laughs> people having their birthdays. Angelina Love, of course, turning thirty-four yesterday. Road Warrior Hawk would have been fifty-eight today. An adorable Adrian Adonis, sixty-one years old, had he survived after that very scary and very horrifying car accident that ended his life so soon at the age of thirty-four. Give us your thoughts about these three individuals. Uh, well, I mean, very sad. Yes. Uh, to have lost them. Well, the only one still alive is Angel Love. But uh, what do you remember most about adorable Adrian Adonis and Road Warrior Hawk, if you could share with us a story? Oh, gosh. Uh, as far as Hawk goes, oh, there's lots to remember about Hawk. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. He was the powerhouse. He was always a great performer. I'm sorry, y'all. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, Legion of Doom was one of my favorites. Yep, I think we all like the Legion of Doom. I mean, I grew up watching them, like I've said so many times on the show here and other shows. Are. My uh, mom's dad was a big TBS mark for uh, WCW and the NWA, and I used to love the Road Wars when they took on guys like the Horsemen, and even when they teamed up with guys like Singing Dusty to take on, like I said, the Midnight Express or Doom or any other team. They were always very, very dangerous to watch and everything, because, I mean, you can never tell, as uh, Ed said it best in the DVD, how they almost took people's heads off with that uh, Doomsday device and tried to decapitate someone. It was scary. It was very oh, yeah. uh, Another thing we got into, Michelle, and John and I talked about the outside of the show before Gerard came in early in the show, however, was the big Raw preview tonight. However, it's going to be an interesting night in Memphis. Of course, the big Divas matchup, Charlotte and Nikki. Uh, your uh, colleague there said it's going to happen on Sunday. John and I have said it could happen tonight. What do you think is going to happen? Does Nikki's reign end tonight, do you feel? Oh, she'll keep the belt tonight, yeah. It's not going to happen until after Night of Champions because <clears throat> I'm sure Bree and uh, Fox will have something to do with that. Mm-hmm. So you're going to stay with Nikki on Champion. You and uh, your uh, Sonny Bono of the uh, WCWS Attitude Radio says that'll happen. John and I went against you both, however, and I think it's going to be a changing of the guard tonight, but you never know. It should be a great, great night of action down there on Beale Street in Memphis, Tennessee, home of the King, Elvis Presley, and, of course, Jerry the King Lawrence. Speaking of Elvis, we haven't heard from Elvis yet from down there in Memphis. But I'm sure he'll call in later on today. You never know. He might squeeze in, he said. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Episode number eight for Monday, September 14, 2015. You got Michelle Lindodds, the mayor at a Plex City finally joining us here today. You got Gerard T. Smith up there in beautiful Canada. You got John Gross over there in Virginia. And of course, you got JD here in Pittsburgh, the Iceman D. Girolamo. We are glad you are joining us. Just hit 138744, the number one you can talk to us for here. And also log on to talkshoe.com each and every Monday. We're here 3 to 5 p.m. We take your requests and we also do predictions. We have a little fun with it. And 
that Gerard and I were talking, Michelle, just before you squeezed on, however, that I think we were going to be in for a rough ride, however, because you were planning to get payback on us both after what happened at SummerSlam. So we're ready for your uh, challenges and uh, your stakes, if you will, so to speak. And we're going to talk about, we talked about the matches in detail, but later on this week, I'm sure in Revolution, however, we're going to hear your terms, what you have for both of us this time after we took you down at SummerSlam, so to speak. Um okay. Another thing we're going to talk about, however, uh, here, ladies and gentlemen, as I was uh, ready to uh, get into this now, John gave us the early part of uh, the 2K16 game, which is going to be really cool. This is another thing I was going to talk about now, ladies and gentlemen, is the most shocking moment so far in 2015 we have seen this year in the WWE. Right now, we're going to get everyone with a one-word answer on this one, and we're going to hear their thoughts on it. And uh, with that said, since Michelle is on with us now, we're going to go to Michelle first. Michelle, what was the most shocking moment so far for you in 2015 heading into, I mean, from early in the year, starting in January till now, what was the most shocking moment for you this year so far? Uh, Most shocking. Hmm. Can it be more than one? It can be more. Yeah, we'll take the top three. We'll do each. We'll we'll do three each. How about that? We'll all do the top three Um, of the year. So yeah, give us your top three. Hmm. Let's see. Definitely return to the undertaker. Yep. Uh, hmm. Uh, well, I mean, most shocking feud for me was Brock and Seth. Yep. Definitely. Early in the year, going into uh, the Rumble and WrestleMania. No question about it. Or, no, that was background. Sorry, I'm thinking of something else. That was my mistake. Okay. That's okay. Uh, most shocking. You got two good ones so far. I like where you're. Your two are good so far. I like where you're going with your two so far. Um. Hmm. I would have to say the most shocking and best was uh, Brock and Taker, where pretty much the whole locker room had to try to take them out. Yeah. The night after Battleground leading into the SummerSlam uh, uh, hype, if you will. The night after Battleground, Kansas City, no question about it. I think a lot of people uh, recall that night very well in the uh, ribeye capital of the world, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Your Highness, uh, top three moments that were shocking to you so far from early in the year till now. Seth Rollins winning the title at WrestleMania. Yep. Mm. The Dudley Boys come back. Mm, Yeah. Two good ones I like. Yep. And number three. And the third one would be... Scotty Piper dying. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Good one, George. Yeah, very good ones, indeed. Yes. No Hi, question. George. Yes. Hello. You're, uh... Hi, John. Wherever you are. John, Hello. how are you? He's here. Hello. Okay. I was wondering where you were, John. Okay, yes. So, uh... Sharon, Sonny and Cher here along with the rest of the band here on uh, Raw Radio, US Raw Radio, however, as we like to call it here. And, of course, I am your MC with a really big shoe doing my intro. Is you are Sonny? Yes, he is Sonny. You are Cher. I'm Ed Sullivan. And, John, we're going to get you to be 
We'll, be, we'll name you the Ringo. The Ringo star of the group today. How about that? We'll put you as Ringo today. Lord, our names change every week, man. That's the, the sun, that's another new nickname we just made up today, and I made it up, and I think it fits the bill perfectly. The Sunny and Share of Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, here, and of U.S. Attitude is with us here today. Hello. The mayor out of Suplex City, and of course, the Sunny Bono, the rock man himself, Gerard T. King, N.W. Smith. I am your host, the Ed Sullivan of the group, How Are the Iceman, Jared D. and of course, the Ringo star, John Gross, the man of the uh, human suplex machine in Virginia. We are having so much fun here today. We are continuing on here. Uh, so three good moments uh, from both of you. I like where you're going with this. Um, here are my three so far. One would well, be... Can no. I say one more? Can I, can, I, can I just add one to one of mine? <laughs> yes, please, Michelle, by all means. Um, the D, the D with Revolution for the year two was one. Oh two. yes, good one, good one. All right, here are my three. You you guys got some real good ones today. I like where we're going with this. All right, here are my three. One, I would have to say Dusty Rhodes' tragic passing. I mean, it was like Roddy Piper's. I think all of us were shocked when it happened. Uh, my one friend, a uh, very good friend, I'm, I'm like a brother, my good friend uh, Steve, his dad. Uh, passed away the week before, however, and it was a week after his untimely passing on a week uh, after his passing on a Thursday, no less, the week after that I had heard the news about Dusty Rhodes. I was out and about, and I believe I got a hold of John Firsthour telling him that I had heard the news from somebody, and then that night, Michelle, you, Gerard, and I talked about it along with Chad and the rest of the group on uh, Wolfpack, however, and uh, it was just a shock to us all, no question about it. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Gerard's pick, Seth Rollins cashing in money in the bank at WrestleMania. I think that was a lot of people surprised to see that happen. And the way everyone thought that Brock would just walk all over Roman and then just finish him off like he did, however, was incredible. However, and for Seth to cash in, just steal the money in the bank contract out of Neath Roman and Brock's hands, however, and just leave with the championship and Levi Stadium surprised many. No one had ever seen that happen at WrestleMania, and it certainly won't be the last moment, however, so uh, I think that's number two. And number three, I'm going to go back to you, Michelle. Yes, the Divas Revolution, however, has to be a big thing, and I think it seems to be a big thing, no question about it, as we are ending the year up pretty very soon, however. I think those are the top three moments of the year in my eyes. All right, now, guys, we're going to go to our next moment, however, the most disappointing moments of 2015. And with that said, however, yeah, this is going to be tough. Uh, With that said, however, I'm going to turn it over back to Michelle Howard to give us her uh, three most disappointing moments in 2015. Sorry, Michelle. It's okay. Um, Let's see, disappointing. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to put two and one for number three, which is Hulk and Jimmy Snuka. Yep. Mm -hmm. Number two, disappointing. Brock not beating The Undertaker. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. You can say that. That's cool. Okay, good. Very good. Number one. Disappointing. Uh, huh. I, 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 I. <laughs> um, this is tough. Yeah. <clears throat> disappointing. Um, I would have to say for me, disappointing number one is 
that Seth Rollins is champion, not because he's champion, but because he is champion and they're not doing his storyline any better than what it is. That's good. Okay, very good, very good. I, I like this story. All right, um, that's real good. Uh, with the number, uh, again, uh, we got the top three disappointing moments from uh, the share of the group, if you will. The Marietta Suplex, a. Michelle Lindos giving us our thoughts here on Raw Radio, one seven two four 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 seven four four four. You can talk to her. You can talk to the Sonny Bono of the group, Gerard King, N.W. Smith. You can talk to uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, Domingo Starr, of course. You can talk to the Ed Sullivan of the group, me, the Iceman, Jared Drawn here on Raw Radio. We're here each and every Monday, 3 to 5 p.m., and, of course, Tuesday. Wednesday and Friday, you can join these three guys, plus John in the chat box, uh, talking on Revolution, Wolfpack on Thursday nights, of course, you can also join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Mr. Elvis himself, along with Rhonda Russ Wright, who, as I said, we're thinking of you today, Rhonda, and your family, we're hoping everyone's okay, Jeff Teeters, of course, you can join the JML Experience, and of course, who knows who else will pop in, however, we have a great, great show, and of course, Saturday night, of course, you can join, as I said, the Sunny and Share, the group with U.S. Attitude Radio. And, of course, this Saturday night promised to be a great show at 9 p.m. Of course, they will be talking about Night of the Champions. They'll be talking about Raw, SmackDown. Who knows what else they'll be getting into, but be sure to listen to them on TalkShoe.com each and every Saturday night. And as I say every week, however, on the show, however, we are here six days out of seven during the week. Sometimes we're here on Sunday, but on those days we take off. So usually, if you want to listen to us, we're here six days a week. Only Sundays we take off once in a while is our motto here. And this Sunday, of course, will be Night of the Champions. You can listen to the preview show beginning at 7 p.m. on uh, WCW Revolution, I believe, or whatever radio station they have uh, the pre-show on. I'm going to try to get on myself however, with that, but I know we're going to be doing uh, predictions later this week. All right, uh, Gerard, sorry about all that. Uh, now let's get your thoughts about the three most disappointing moments of 2015 so far. What were they to you so far? I'll have to go with the Hogan thing. Yep. Tyson Kid injury. Yes. Good smoke, yeah. Joe. And uh, maybe another one. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Let me come back on that one. Okay. John, uh, give us your three disappointments so far in 2015. Well, my biggest disappointment really was, you know, you know, the, the Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. That was my disappointment. Um, the Royal Rumble, which Roman Reigns won, which I was going to root for Daniel Bryan. But... Yep. And let's see. Hmm. I guess the Ziggler-Rusev feud. Okay. All right. I'm going to say the three disappointments to me, I would have to say, yeah, the Roman Reigns thing winning the Rumble. I think a lot of people thought Daniel Bryan was going to win it, however, mind you. But, uh, of course, we saw what happened. That was not the case, however. And as a result, Roman Reigns did win and went on to main event WrestleMania. I mean, as much as Roman turning from a heel to a face, however, 
had its perks, however, so far, and has had its perks so far, however. Some people are still vocal about this, however, and I think that night in Philadelphia, the crowd in Philly were not very happy, to say the least, of seeing Roman and uh, the Superman punch come into play, however, and as a result, punch his ticket to California, no pun intended. So uh, that would be number one for me. Number two would be, I would have to say, maybe the money in the bank match, however, in the main event especially. I mean, Dean Ambrose came so close to winning that championship match against Seth Rollins, if we all recall, and it looked like he was ready to close in on victory, but somehow, as uh, Paul Heyman likes to call him, and Gerard's man, of course, refers to um, uh, sli- uh, Seth Rollins as a slime ball, he was a little slimy in this case, however, and he exited somehow with the championship still in his hand. And to me, I think number three, again, it's going to be Rollins taking on uh, Brock Lesnar. I mean, Rollins should have been destroyed at Battleground in St. Louis in July, I feel. But the taker for him to basically interfere and cost Brock a chance at the championship and uh, give him a chance, give somehow Rollins a chance to uh, just get out of St. Louis with the gold still. It's just like money in the bank. I mean, it should have ended clean, but it did not, however. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, we see, I see guest six is now logged into our chat box here. We're going to find out who that is in just a few minutes. Uh, we are glad he is listening to us today. The number is 1-724-444-7444-138744. This is WCWS Raw Radio, Monday, September 14, 2015. Of course, next Monday we'll be on at the same time, 3 to 5 p.m. We'll be talking about Night of the Champions. We'll be previewing Raw. We might talk a little football, too, maybe. Who knows with Monday Night Football starting up tonight with a doubleheader, of course, as we said here at the early outset of the show, the Philadelphia Eagles taking on Atlanta tonight and Minnesota taking on San Francisco in the late night game. They're at the site of Super Bowl 50 this year where they also had WrestleMania earlier in March. Um, of course, you can listen, as I said, to all of us right now and give us a call here. We'd love to hear from you. And you can also log on to our chat box and we'd like to hear from you on the chat box as well. Guys, uh, the next thing I'm going to talk about is the best pay-per-view of the year so far that has been uh, your highlight this year. What was the best one to all of you guys? And with that said, you can only uh, have one answer to this one, however, as far as which pay-per-view going into this Sunday hour was the best one so far this year. So, Michelle, what was the best pay-per-view so far in your eyes you've seen so far in 2015? Well, this year, none, really, to me. There's been none? Okay. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> the only one that sticks out of my head wasn't, I don't think it was this year, was the return of the NWO and DX. Okay, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, it was this year, yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, it was WrestleMania. Was it? Okay, well, it was that one for me because, well, I mean, you know, same thing I know Gerard would agree is because NWO and DX came back. and Yes, yes. Got in with the Sting and Hogan. I mean, not Sting and Hogan. Shit. Sorry, Sting and, Sting and Triple H. Sting and her. Yeah, and that was and that was when Ronda Rousey showed up and put uh, Triple H yeah. in uh, Stephanie in her place. I'm gonna agree with that one too, and I think Gerard, would you agree with that and make it three? Yeah. John. Yeah, me too. So we got a four-way here. A four-way post, let's just say, as they like to say, and uh, we all agree on that one. Okay, guys, the worst pay-per-view of the year. Michelle, what do you think it was? <laughs> worst pay-per-view. Um, I'd have to say Money in the Bank. All right, Money in the Bank for you. Uh, Gerard, worst pay-per-view of the year. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Money in the Bank. I'm going to go Battleground. I think Battleground was terrible. I really do. I mean, the main event was subpar. There was one good match out of that whole lineup. Even though St. Louis is a big wrestling town, and they've been a wrestling town for many years, I just think the crowd in St. Louis wasn't real excited about this. And uh, the way the taker came back, however, they could have saved until the night after Battleground. They chose to bring it back too soon. And we had four weeks of the build-up with Taker and Brock of this. And don't get me wrong, it was a good build-up somewhat, Howard. But I just think with the Taker, the way it all happened, Howard, I think it was a little shaky on this pay-per-view, if you ask me, as far as really their uh, thing goes. Uh, John, uh, what would you say uh, was the worst this year? Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber for John. Okay. Well, we're still trying to find out who our guest six is, Howard, and hopefully guest six will reveal himself to us eventually here on the show, but we'll deal with that later. Uh, That being said, guys, let's turn into another uh, segment, Howard, here. And this is what I call now looking ahead, however, for the rest of the year, Howard. Right now, we're going to look at the – you guys can do three again, or you can do five. I'm going to choose five, Howard, the top five. Big storylines coming up between now and the end of 2015, heading into 2016. That could be exciting to watch. Uh, before we do that, the number is one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. This is WCW, excuse me, WCWS Raw Radio episode eight. You can listen to us on TalkShoe.com. Of course, uh, we got the Queen Diva, the Share of the Group, the Mayor at a Suplex City, Michelle Lynn Dodds. You got the Sonny Bono, the King, if you will, His Majesty King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith in Ontario. You got the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, the Ed Sullivan of the Group, and Ringo Starr, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross from Virginia as well, here on this show today. And of course, we are glad you could join us here. We would love to hear from you guys, Howard. We have not heard too many callers calling yet, but hopefully we'll start getting more callers in very soon, Howard, as we are here each and every Monday from 3 to 5 p.m. That being said, as I said, we are going to do now what could be in store for the rest of 2015, the top five things that could come between now and the end of this year, however. With that said, I am now going to turn it over to the Sonny Bono of the group to give us his top five upcoming uh, things. Let's just say what he expects to see between now and the end of 2015 that could, may happen, as we're going to look into our crystal ball here on the show, and he could give us his thoughts on what top five things we could see before between now and the end of the year. Your Majesty, go ahead. It is all yours top five things we could see before the end of 2015. I want to see the Dudley Boys win the champ, tag team champions again. Yep. I want to see the Shield get back together or have Dean or uh, Roman as uh, Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to see Seth keep going. And, well, he's supposed to turn face, though, but yeah, that yeah. might work. Yeah, so a face turn for Seth. And, okay. okay. Uh, and, uh, well, oh, uh, Sasha Banks as the champion down the road. Uh, yep. Five would be, maybe have somebody else's, like, U.S. champ, like a, a TNA, or a TNA, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. an NXT guy. And who would that NXT be, guy? Do you think someone like, uh, if you had a guess? I'd like to see Tyler Breeze come up. Ooh, okay. The Prince Pretty himself. Very good predictions. I like those five so far. Okay. Uh, here are my five. Uh, number one, I think, 
uh, if there is an NXT guy who, who could be coming back from an injury, and this is the guy who I think WWE is going to really like to watch, and they, we saw a little bit of him earlier this year, is Sami Zayn. Yes, folks, Mr. Ole 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 and the Hella Kick could be making his way back very soon, I feel. That is my number one thing. Number two, however, I think we're going to see, however, maybe uh, possibly uh, some like the Big Show retire. I mean, we hear the chants all the time, please retire, please retire. I think it is time to retire, Big Show. As much as we don't want to say goodbye to you, I think you've had a fine career at times, however. But you know what? I think it's time to hang up your boots. Number three, Gerard, you made a great point about Devon and Bubba Ray. I think we're going to see that happen Sunday. I have a feeling the Dudley's are going to get back the belts again and once and for all cement their legacy into the Hall of Fame. Number four, I think we're going to see maybe a reunion of the Shield not happen quite yet, however, but I think they're going to tease it more and more, and it could happen by the end of the year into early next year. And number five, Michelle, you might not like this one, but I want to say it anyway. I think, however, you're going to see... Maybe John Cena go full-blown heel. I think it's time for him to go back to heel mode for the first time since his early years. I think it makes kind of sense, and I would not be surprised if that happened. So those are my five guys. What do you think about those? Awesome. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think we found out guest six has been uh, the retired guy from the Beast of the East, Bam Bam Bigelow from Asbury Park, New Jersey. He must be with uh, his good friend Diamond Dallas Page, the master of the Diamond Car, doing DDP yoga. He's just revealed to us uh, who he is. So, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, we say hello to you, sir, and uh, welcome to our show today. Um, John, go ahead with your top five. Uh, what could be happening between now and the end of the year in your eyes? Well, maybe we could, at Survivor Series, my first part would be Undertaker and Sting. Yeah. Um, John Cena becoming full-blown heel. Yep, that's what I said, too. Yep. Maybe some returns at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And finally, we'll get to see the authority out of power. Yep. Again. And hopefully this time they stick to it. So far, I don't have anything. Well, you got you named you named three for us, right? Four. Four. Okay. Okay. Well, you can always think of a fifth one. It's no problem. No problem. I mean, you still got you still got some. You might call in a few. Okay, guest six says he might join us in a couple minutes. Okay, we're going to find out who that is in a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully he'll join us today. But right now, we're uh, just here chilling out, as you would expect, here on Raw Radio, U.S. Radio number, Raw Radio, Episode 8. Tomorrow night's going to be a great show, 9 o'clock to 11. Join Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, Gerard T. Smith, the King, Sonny Bono, the group, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the mayor out of Suplex City, the share of the group, the Ed Sullivan of the group, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolamo, of course, John Gross on the chat box, the Ringo star of the group, and who knows, we might have uh, the JML experience, Ronda Rush Wright, Jeff Teeters, and who knows who might else call in. We're going to have some surprises in store for you tomorrow night, Wednesday night and Friday night, and of course, Saturday night, you'll hear the Night of the Champions predictions, Raw Rewind, of course, uh, SmackDown Rewind, with the Sunny and Share of the group on U.S. Attitude Radio, beginning at 9 p.m. until 11.30. They are there each and every Saturday night, of course, the best new show on Saturday nights you can listen to, and of course you can listen to the best Monday afternoon show on the planet, which is here on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. And I believe, has Guest 6 joined us yet, guys? Do we know if he's in the box? Uh, John, is he with us yet? Do you know? I don't know yet. Michelle, do we know if he's there? I, I don't know. Okay. We'll hope, wait see when he uh, calls in, so we're uh, waiting for him to call in. Okay. Um... 
With that said, however, I mean, we got through our notes pretty good here today. Uh, I don't know if anyone else wants to contribute something or anyone else wants to share any good stories with us. I mean, we had we had a fun I time did. last week. Oh, yes, Your Majesty. Okay, go ahead. Please do. I got two. The one is, uh, well, it's not really wrestling. It's Ronda Rousey. She's going to be starring in the new Roadhouse movie. Yes. And uh, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Very cool. Then I got the Kurt Angle thing. Hold on. I'm trying to fire it up on the computer here. No problem. Take your time. Computer is acting up. No problem. That's all right. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey, the baddest woman on the planet, so to speak, if you will, who actually was called up by Money Mayweather, however, at one point, however, and I'd like to see Ronda Rousey uh, put him in his place, however, mind you. Uh, of course, Mayweather had that big fight Saturday night in Vegas. We know, ladies and gentlemen, he uh, ended up winning, and uh, I don't know if he's going to have another fight on his hands early next year with uh, Pacquiao again, or he's going to do something. Who knows? But uh, we're going to have to wait and see uh, how that all develops in time. Uh, of course, the King is looking for the Kurt Angle story uh, that uh, he, has got he got for us. Okay, go ahead. Tell us about right. the Kurt Angle thing. The Kurt Angle appeared on Mark Madden's radio show in Pittsburgh last night. He revealed he's not resigning with TNA after his current deal. And he also said he's going to take a break from wrestling. He says he won't be trying to sign a WWE uh, deal during his break. He will be at TNA's Bound for Glory next month. He's not sure what's going on with TNA and Destination America, noting that nothing has been told to him. Angle said he doesn't think people really know how good Dixie Carter has been to him. He really feels 100% that expected to be back in the ring for bound for glory. He's open to returning to WB for one final match. He said he's not desperate to do anything so he can retire. Angle says he's happy with his career and he really wants to take time off in 2016 to decide what's next. Okay, that's going to be interesting because, I mean, a lot of people have been talking about Kurt Angle's status, however, and we even talked about it on the Revolution, and, and we also talked about it here on the show in the past, however, about Kurt Angle, and he says he wants to do one more WWE match if his body will be able to hold up and his injuries will be able to hold up too. I mean, I don't see it happening, but if he does a WWE return match, however, uh, mind you guys, let me ask everyone, however, I'm going to start with you, Michelle, first. Who do you think that match would be against, though, if Kurt Angle goes in the ring one more time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's a very good question. Yes. I would like to see him go against Cesaro. <clears throat> Cesaro, not a bad pick. I'm going to have to maybe agree to that, possibly. Uh, let's hear what else. Let's see if I give you my answer. Gerard, who do you think? Is Jack Swagger still on the roster? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. is. He's been with superstars like forever and a day. And You know, I'm talking about Jack Swagger. One guy who I don't think is even, in, we have not heard from WWE in a long time, is uh, Zeb Coulter. Yeah, I, don't mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if he's... Kurt Angle go against Jack Swagger. Battle of uh, American Battle of Ankle Locks. Battle of Ankle Locks, yes, yes. Very good point there, Michelle, yes. The uh, uh, Pittsburgh boy versus the Oklahoma boy, shall we say. Uh, John, who do you think it'll be? Who would Kurt Angle's last opponent be? It, uh, I would say uh, Rusev. Rusev. Oh, maybe a few years ago that could have happened. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, even if Rusev came up before now, it could have happened. I mean, that's not a bad option. 
Uh, Cesaro, I have to agree with Michelle, would be a great matchup. I think those two would really have a good five-star classic. They could go like 30 minutes or even a 60-minute match if Kurt is up to it, though, I'm saying. And if Cesaro would want to do it, too, I think those two would seal the show without question. It would be the uh, new uh, sort of uh, Iron Man match of a generation between Brett and Shawn Michaels, in a way, because you had that those 60 minutes, too, guys. And, I mean, those guys, uh, we know what happened in the end, however, but this time there would be no title on the line, just be... Uh, Respect factor, in a way. And I think those two <laughs> would get the respect. I mean, Cesaro would get even more respect, I think, Keller, uh, from Kurt. And I'm sure Kurt would get tons of respect from Cesaro. Because Cesaro's done some of uh, those Iron Man matches. I think back in NXT, he did one with William Regal, I want to say. And a few others before he came up to the roster, however. And uh, he is quite impressive, let's just say, in more ways than one. And uh, the Swiss Superman, of course, as you know, uh, as I said earlier, I think might have his... Uh, Hands full, maybe this week, so to speak, mm-hmm. or at the pay per view, or maybe even tonight on Raw down in Memphis against a very angry seven foot four, four hundred fifty plus mega giant in the Big Show. So we'll have to wait and see, guys. I mean, we'll have to wait and see. All right, let me think. What else is going on in the world of? Can wrestling? I do my top five for the year, rest of the year? Oh yes, yeah, sorry, I I, I, <laughs> I I knew I forgot you, your top five, Michelle. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm it's okay. Your top five. Yes, your top five. I mean, I'm not going to go in order of like five to one. No, it's okay. I don't. We don't mind. I mean, we we can mix them up. That's mm-hmm. fine. Cool. Well, number one, I definitely agree with Gerard. I definitely want to see the Dudleys retain the titles. <clears throat> yep. Um. I also agree with Gerard on the fact that I'd like to see Sasha Banks back as NXT champion. Yep. <clears throat> Number three, I'd like to see them push Cesaro for something. Uh, he needs a push, and he needs a push bad. Agreed. Uh, number two, well, actually, that's number two. Number three for me would definitely be the Shield reuniting. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Yep. Uh, number one, I think it's going to be short-lived, but the Sting and Seth rivalry, uh, I think it's it's going to go to the pay-per-view, and then it's just going to kind of die down, kind of like they did with Seth and Brock, which pissed me off because that was a really good feud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think it's definitely going to be a good one. I mean, he's already taunting him enough, you know. So. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. But that's how Sting rolls, so... Right, right. I agree. I think I think we're all going to agree there. I mean, the Dudleys are definitely in for something. As far as Sasha goes, it'll be interesting. I mean, she's got that big woman's matchup coming up with Bailey in that Iron Woman match coming up at the next NXT special in October, however, which is on October 7th, and it's going to be a 30-minute match, as it was announced last week at the NXT tapings, however, and uh, that should be a very entertaining match. Mm-hmm. Um... As far as, uh, like I said, I mean, there's so many guys I'm going to see come up to the WWE roster and the WWE trim off a lot of the roster because they have to trim a good bit, I feel. Uh, talking about TNA now, however, I'm going to ask you all this question, however. I mean, we've heard the scuttle about TNA versus GFW, Global Force Wrestling. Jeff Jarrett's company is still trying to get started. They've had no uh, network time. They have no uh, location where they're doing their shows, but they're trying to get the word out and be the new kids on the block, so to speak, however, and uh, maybe uh, do a little invasion type thing with uh, TNA, however. And I'm going to throw it to you first, Michelle. Do you think this is too little too late for TNA to get involved with something like GFW, and uh, do you think TNA is on its last legs at this point? I do think it's a little too late. Uh, But I think it's 
well, I do think it's a little too late, but I hate to see TNA run out, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like for Jeff Jarrett to do something potentially better, you know, for the superstars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dixie Carter, to me, is a joke. Agree. Um, yep. I, I think she could have done more better for TNA. She just has chosen not to. She's got a lot of super talent in TNA that she is wasting upon, <clears throat> uh, in my eyes, primarily Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite a few. Um, yeah. I, I do I do think it's a little too late, but I would like to see TNA float a little bit longer. Yeah. I think we'll have to wait and see about that. And I agree with you about Bobby Roode and certain people like AJ Styles and other people who've been let out of their contract. Uh, Jeff Hardy, of course, being one of them. The Dudleys, oh, of yeah. course, being let go. I mean, we've seen that happen. And, and it's just not been good ratings on Wednesday night of Destination America. But uh, we hope to see, and we're going to see what happens in the next few months. But I don't see much left of TNA. However, they might go a couple more months, maybe, maybe till the end of the year and into early 2016. And then they'll close up shop. They've been around 13, 14 years, however, but for the last, I don't know how many years it's been, however, they've just been in bad time slots, however, and bad networks, whether it's Spike TV, Destination America, <laughs> and even back in the day, I thought they were good when they first started out, don't get me wrong, but the last two or three years with Destination America and Spike TV, the reigns are just like uh, the old ECW and TNN and WCW last legs, if you ask me. I mean, they're just... Uh, barely hanging by a thread at this point, even though WWE is still the big kid on the block. And Ring of Honor is trying to challenge him, too. I don't know how that's going to go. Uh, Gerard, your thoughts about what Michelle said and um, what I asked her? Yeah, I think it's too late for TNA. Um, I don't know. They had too many title changes for me, and some of their storylines were kind of kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> uh <laughs> And they had a lot of they have a lot of great talent and uh like they just crapped on that and they didn't mm-hmm. use them like they should have, so Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now hopefully Jeff Jarrett can maybe get if TNA does go under, uh get some of that well he has got some of the talent. Um try to push him. But he has to get something else in a baseball field. Like I was watching some clips on uh, YouTube, and they're actually, like, at a baseball field. Yep. And I think they were supposed to do shows in Texas not that long or recently, or they're coming up on that. I think they had to pull pull the plug on that. I know a while back they did one show in Vegas, I think it was, at the Orleans Casino, I want to say, arena there, and they didn't have, like, a big crowd. I mean, it reminded you a little bit of the old AWA showboat shows, Back in the late 80s, however, the old American Wrestling Association TV program that used to be on ESPN, if everyone remembers that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. We're going we're gonna to have to really keep our eyes peeled on this story. Uh, John, uh, your thoughts about TNA's future. Uh, does it look good or does it not look good in your eyes? I think it looks a little bit good, but at the same time, I would say a little bit bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you guys have brought good points to the table, and I'm kind of almost in the same way you are all in there. I mean, I just, I've just i already said it so many times already in this uh, question. I mean, I think they're on borrow time, too. It's, just, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next few months. But if they can survive until the end of the year with this whole uh, TV deal mess, however, 
good. But like you said, Michelle, I'm not a fan of Dixie either. I think Gerard isn't. I think John isn't either. I think we're all not a fan of Dixie's. And neither are the fans out there. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not here on Talk Shoe. But uh, I think she is just running that company to the ground more and more the way she is just uh, handling it. It's just becoming uh, a big, big thing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that being said, our numbers are 1-724-444-7444. you got uh, the share of the group, Michelle Lynn Dodds, the queen of Suplex City and the mayorette, if you will. you got Sonny Bono, Gerard T. Smith, King NWO T. Smith. you got the Iceman, Jared D. Geronimo, the Ed Sullivan of the group. And, of course, as I've said many times today, you got the Ringo Starr of the group, the uh, Human Suplex Machine, John Gross in Virginia, John, of course, Michelle in Virginia, too. Gerard in Ontario, and ladies and gentlemen, I believe we just found out Guest 7 has just joined us into the chat, however, we're going to get his uh, take on this. Hopefully, we'll hear from Guest 6 also joining us today here on the panel today. We'd like to hear back from them, and like I said, who knows who else will join us here on the program. What's that? Guest 7 has logged himself into the chat. Yes, I just pointed that out, John. He is logged into the chat. We're going to hope that he... uh, find out who uh, Guest 7 is, Howard, and we're going to find out Guest 6 maybe call into us today, too, however, as uh, <laughs> Guest 7 says hello to everyone, and we're just going to find out who it is shortly. Um, as we continue on the show here, uh, I wonder, uh, let's see what else we can discuss today. Um, right now, uh, Michelle, do you have any uh, uh, big news you could tell us, however, mind you? Yeah, I have no internet, honey. Oh. I know, but I mean, but I mean, exciting for the weekend. Did you do anything fun this weekend? I mean, family related or anything exciting really? I know you have no uh, internet, however, you got the TV. Uh, got a little bit of the power back though, but you have no internet. But uh, did you do anything fun this week? You'd share with us all. Mm, no, not really. Um, let's see. They had the dish guy come out one day, and then two days later, we're back out, and uh, it's just it's just been hell. I bet, and we're hoping you get everything back up and running very, very soon. Uh, John, uh, you were telling me you did some stuff this weekend. Uh, share with us, however, uh, what you did this weekend, if you could, please. Uh, didn't do much. Just uh, just hung out with you guys on the Attitude Radio, and uh, mm-hmm. we had a good time. You, me, Gerard, Rhonda, yep. Chad. Yep. Had a good time. Yeah, we all had a good time. Uh, Michelle Ronda, Ronda took over. Yeah, yeah. She, she she came in on uh, Saturday, Michelle. I meant to tell you, and she said hello to you and hope everyone's doing uh, well with you and uh, everything. So she did real well. It was it was very uh, exciting, however, to say the uh, least. However, uh, as for me, like I said, I didn't do much this weekend. However, I mean, I did go to my niece's one party. She turned four. And then yesterday it was kind of a uh, football day for me a little bit. I did watch a little baseball too. And then of course I watched the big game last night, the Cowboys versus the G Men, which was a wild, crazy last two minutes oh, of the game. Oh, that was an awesome game, eh? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I mean, if you fancy next out there, like me, however, it was a great game, Your Majesty. I mean, Eli Manning was up ten late, and then all of a sudden the Cowboys come back with Jason Wynn down the field with a minute and a half, thirty seconds ago, and Tony Romo pulls off the upset if you will, against the G-Men, 27-26. And, of course, uh, the other big story of that game was Dez Bryant, as I told John Howard at the start of the show today, Howard's going to be out two months now with an injury, believe it or not. And that's kind of a big blow to the Cowboys, however, and Jerry Jones, <laughs> however. But uh, 
like I said, it was a very interesting game. We've got a great game this Sunday coming up on Sunday Night Football for you all of you fantasy necks out there. Seattle and Russell Wilson, however, taking on Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau Field. So those of you in the Wisconsin area and the Washington State area, it's going to be an early preview, I feel, for the NFC Championship once again, as we saw back earlier this year in Seattle. This time I think it could be in Green Bay because – even though Seattle laid an egg, and they did lay a big egg yesterday against St. Louis, and Green Bay ended up beating Chicago in Chicago, however, I think the Pack could be winning the NFC this year. I'm going to say it right now on the show. You heard it here first. The Pack with Aaron Rodgers and Eddie Lacy, barring injury, barring any more injuries, could make it to the Super Bowl this year and really do some damage. So I'm going to pick the Pack, needless to say, to make it to San Francisco for Super Bowl number 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of Frisco, however, they will be playing tonight, as I said, on Monday Night Football, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do with Adrian Peterson. Of course, they will be coming here on Sunday to my hometown of Pittsburgh to play Big Ben and the Steelers, who had a big, uh, tough loss, if you will, against Tom Brady and uh, the Patsies, if you will, New England, of course, and Bill Belichick, 28-21 last Thursday night, of course, in Foxborough. But this week on Thursday night, you got a doozy of a ball game, ladies and gentlemen, as Kane Manning and company will be traveling to the ribeye capital of the world, Kansas City, Missouri, as they will take on Alex Smith and the Chiefs, who yesterday beat the Houston Texans 27-20. to So uh, that's going to be a very exciting Thursday night game this week on CBS, however, in case you uh, are looking to find something good on Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and that will be a very entertaining ball game to see. And then next Monday... The Monday Night Game, I'm sure this is going to snooze you guys to death. The Jets, however, will take on Andrew Luck in Indianapolis in Indy. So the Colts open up their home season (laughs) next Monday. All right. Our number is 1-724-444-7444-138744. Hit 1. You can talk to the big four, however, here on Revolution. You got the Iceman, Jerry D. Drama, Ed Sullivan. You got uh, the Queen Diva, Michelle Lynn Dodds, of course, the Mayor at a Suplex City, and, of course, the Share of the group. The Sonny Bono of the group, Gerard T. Smith, King N.W., which you can both hear, the Sonny and Share Hour each and every Saturday night, however, yes, it's a new version of Sunny and Share, but it's with U.S. Attitude Radio from 9 to 11 or 11.30 on TalkShoe.com. You can log on to the site or just call in 1-724-444-7444 and talk to them each and every Saturday, as well as here on Monday, as well as uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, however, mind you. And I believe we just found out who Guest 7 is, ladies and gentlemen. I believe it's the king. Is that right there, uh, Sean? Do you know if that's uh, the king himself? Yes, it is the king. Okay, the king is revealed, however, to be our good friend, however, and hopefully he'll be calling in before the end of the show today. We know uh, who it will be, however, uh, needless to say, and he will join us. Sad him shall reveal himself. Okay, so the king, Mr. WCW, our boss man, Chad Hinshaw, who last week uh, got us good with Elvis, however. I don't know if he was with Elvis over the weekend or not, however, even earlier today, however, down there on Beale Street heading to the FedEx Forum, or uh, even Jerry the King Lawler, ladies and gentlemen, also in Memphis, Tennessee, however, mind you. Uh, he uh, is going to maybe try to make uh, an appearance, or hopefully will join us here today, uh, like I said. And as I said so many times on the show today, all of us here at the show would like to send out get well wishes to Rhonda Rush Wright and her family. Of course, her dad is not doing very well, however we understand, but hopefully he is on the mend in recovery soon. And we hope he's listening. We hope you're all listening today, because that's what we like for you all to do 
do is listen to us and give us a chance to hear what we have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, we got hey, a phone call now. As as yes. I'll be right back, okay? All right, Michelle will be right back with us as uh, the Share Queen Diva, Mayor of Suplex is joining us. And now we got someone else joining us. Uh, with that said, let's take this call right now. Who is this, ladies and gentlemen? Elvis is back from the grave, ladies and gentlemen, making his appearance for the second week in a row. baby. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he had a good night's sleep at his Graceland estate. He has decided to come out of the Graceland estate, head down Beale Street, grab some Q, and head off to the FedEx Forum a little early this afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Elvis, glad you could join us today. How are you, King? Uh, I'm doing all right. I have a peanut butter banana sandwich. I just deep fried that bad boy. And boy, I just enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, it was so delicious. Some... Uh, 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 I just want to buzz in and just say uh, y'all doing great. Uh, y'all keep all the good work and thank you very much. I'm on my way. Elvis is better. Oh. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Elvis Presley joining us, however, from Memphis today and also from his uh, second home that he built there over there in the Carolinas, if you will, joining us today. As we said, however, I'm sure he enjoyed uh, listening to uh, the sunny and share of our group. And, of course, I am your Ed Sullivan of the group, the Iceman, the Man of a Thousand Holds, Charity Dolan. He's still Wait. with us. So Hold on just one second. This is not the 1960s. What the heck is going on here? Oh, wait a minute. Okay. okay, I thought it was the 60s. <laughs> and yes, once again, ladies and gentlemen, he is back with us. Our boss man, the king, if you will, the second king of this panel group, if you will, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, joining us, ladies and gentlemen. As he was talking to Elvis, we understand, earlier today. And with that said, boss man, glad to have you with us today. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, Elvis, for some reason, snuck in here to WCW US headquarters down here in uh, Trinity, North Carolina. And for some odd reason, uh, he uh, took it upon himself to use my kitchen and deep fried in a peanut butter banana sandwich again. And no wonder I'm out of bread and peanut butter and bananas. Now I have to go to the grocery store and buy some more again because I just keep running out for some blame reason. I have no idea why. I thought, I thought he was in Memphis today. I thought he was eating some uh, barbecue down there in uh, the King's home, his hometown of Memphis uh, with Jerry the King Waller on Beale Street heading to the FedEx Forum. Oh, no, 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 no. But no believe, believe it or not, this is like the third or fourth time since uh, since last week. Uh, like I said, I think he may he, he, uh, he invaded my phone, like I said before, when I, whenever I was trying to get through and uh, talk to you all about a little bit of wrestling towards the tail end of the show last week. And for some odd reason... Uh, <laughs> he invaded my phone, and uh, and uh, no, 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 no. Last week and the other and the other night and uh, and today, you know, this is WWUS, uh, uh, the home of WWUS. Like I said, Trinity, North Carolina. No, that's where that's, he was invaded invaded here all this time. No, no, nowhere near Memphis. So I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> He's gone oh, from being a volunteer to, he's gone from, let's just say it best here, he's gone from being a volunteer, if you will, to a Tar Heel, if you will, let's just say, to use the term loosely, as he's invaded UNC, if you will, in the middle of Tobacco Road. So he's gone quite a ways, right. if you will. That's good to but hear. You know, but you know what, he could be, you know what, in all, all the different places, you know what, it's it's no telling exactly. So uh, mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to... Uh, 
Uh, let me see here. Let me let me turn that turn that down a bit so I won't hear myself talking on my no on my ear. Okay, yeah, there that sounds a lot better. Yep. Uh, I hear that. Uh, who do I have here besides besides JD? I have John. John, hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, yes. I hear you, excellent. I have, I hear Michelle in there. I hope Michelle's doing well. Uh, so she's, oh, so she's well, you know, I'm here. <laughs> well, I, I know you've had you've been surviving over the weekend. I know it's been rough there, right? but all I got to say about that is hang in there. That's all I got to say. And the man, the myth, yes, the legend, the king, uh huh, NWO, right there himself, right there, Gerard, yes. the the man sitting on his throne with the cake beside him with the crown on top of it. Yes. And it's not and Gerard, that crown and cake's not just reserved for Thursday night, guy. That's no. reserved for every time you're on the air there. Exactly. Part. Exactly. And I had to shine that up real nice for you too before you went on there because I, I had to remind myself to do that before you wrote. Uh, yeah, well apparently and, Gerard and I sing now. You sing? I've given them a new nickname. Said yeah, they have now been Minnesota. It's my nickname. I have given them the Sonny Bono and the Share. Of WCWS Raw Radio and Revolution. Oh, 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 oh my Lord, Gerard! Gerard is going to see <laughs> so another name has been I, added to it. So apparently, uh, so apparently, Gerard's not going to have to sing the Michelle saying, "I got you, babe." Oh Lord, have mercy! <laughs> and, and many other and many other Sunny and Share tunes, and the beat goes on, and uh, um, what I don't think his wife would appreciate me singing that to him. However, would you believe that, God? This is a small, interesting fact. I hate to get off the rest of the subject. Let me go ahead and tell you this one little factoid. Good. That's actually that's actually on his uh, uh, on his headstone on where he's buried. Yes. The beat goes on. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 no I, I heard about that. That's very true. I did hear about that yeah. too. Yes. Yes. Gerard. Gerard, if she, if if Gerard, if you if you do that, man, that's gonna be that's gonna be something something to hear right there, partner. I'll be <laughs> uh, Certainly. Uh, but uh, um, uh, just a, uh, I don't know if you've had. Uh, just want to leave a quick opportunity because I'm gonna be heading out here shortly. But I wanted to. I know you haven't gotten that far yet. Yes. So I wanted. To, I wanted to leave my prediction for a main event, and I wanted to leave my prediction for a rating, if I may, please. Yes, we're, we're just about to lead into that. Go ahead. Uh, we're going to take that into that consideration right now. Uh, that's usually uh, one of our uh, fi- finishing up uh, things for the day. So, uh, yeah, go ahead, Chad. Uh, by all means, please oh, fire away. Okay. Uh, well, a main event, of course, has got to be a good quality going into a pay-per-view coming up on Sunday, which, by the way, guys, just to let everyone know, September 20th, this Sunday, Night of Champions, hour before the special edition WWS Revolution, a Night of Champions preview show. So yes. don't, don't forget, hour long, get to make our predictions. And, of course, Gerard and Michelle, y'all know this, you get to make our bets. So y'all yes. be ready for that. Absolutely. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, yes, ma'am. I know you are. I already oh, said I, earlier today. Uh, she's coming after both me and uh, Gerard already, Chad. So uh, we're all ready for the challenge, shall we say? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and I'm hoping. I would love to hear who guest six is. All I'm gonna tell you is that he's seen. He's retired wrestler Bam Bam Bigelow. Yes. I, I said, oh boy. Okay. I already said to him to call in. So we're gonna. Wait. We hope he calls him before the end of the show. Okay. Well, if he does, I would love to. I would let me know about that. I would love to hear you about it. You got this. it. Anyway, 
the main event for tonight's Raw. Uh, well, let me see. Uh, well, it's got to be a good one. It's got to be a good one. Uh, uh, maybe probably a lead-in as to who might the the third man might be for Dean and Roman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say I say possibly another six-man tag. Um, I say this time the Wyatt family will get involved. I know it was way off last week, and yep. that happened. That happens. I say sure. this time all three Wyatts are involved in the six-man. I'll put Dean and Roman in there, and I say this time maybe. Oh gosh. Uh, uh, mm, oh, uh, and I'm making sounds here now. That that's uh, that's uh, that's not my no, character. Take your time. Yeah, take your time. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to stretch out a little bit here. Mm, stretch it out like bubblegum. Mm. Uh, hmm. All these. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, let's see, Dean Roman and. Ryback. All right, very good, very. very Dean good. Roman and Ryback versus the Wyatts, and um, and 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 the sad, but the sad part about it is going into Nia Champions, you know, Ryback's probably defend the IC title against somebody, which I haven't even heard about that match. We, uh, uh, the, I think all said it could be Kevin Owens, maybe. Because of the because of, of what happened last week with that on Raw, yeah, right. okay. But but I predict Ryback will probably partner with Dean and Roman. If they do, Pat, do a six-man tonight, which they've been doing a lot of six-man here lately. Yes. Uh, and a rating for that, uh, I was a little bit, I was way off with that last time, last 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 night, last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit lower, cut it down a bit. We'll say, say four, say four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Uh, Gerard, uh, your thoughts about the main event and overall rating tonight? Uh. Uh, probably the like same rating as last week, and we'll go uh, uh, <clears throat> something to lead in the Night of Champions, so I don't know. Maybe some team with Ryback and uh, yep. Kevin Owens. Okay. All right. And uh, you gave this rating, so that's good. All right, Michelle, uh, your thoughts. Rating, uh, I know you're not going to see it, and, but give us your rating and uh, overall main event predictions. Even though we'll tell you about what happens tomorrow night, though. Give us your thoughts. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I don't see Randy Orton laying down and just taking it Yeah. from the Wyatt family. I, I see him reuniting for a rematch with them this week, honestly. Okay. Uh, the ratings, uh, I have to agree with Gerard, are probably going to be about the same yeah. as they were last week. Right, they were 2-4-4 last week, a very, very tough rating, to say the least. And they definitely got to sell Night of the Champions tonight, even though they're going up against Dancing with the Stars, the new season premiere. Uh, not much on Monday Night Baseball tonight, I don't believe. And, of course, the big Monday Night doubleheader, so we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, John and I, however, uh, we're going to have our thoughts about the main event. I mean, I, I mean, I've been saying this all week, and I've been saying this. I said this at the beginning of the show today. I think it's going to be Nikki versus uh, Charlotte for the main event. I have a funny feeling on this one, and I think you're going to see a 2.6 rating. However, tonight I think it goes up a little bit. And as I said all along, I think Charlotte's going to do it with Flair and leave 
with the strap. I think you have your first Divas main event since Trish and Mickey, and I think you're going to see Charlotte shock the world and end the Bellatron and the Bellator army tonight. I think you're going to see a new champion. Those are my thoughts. John? Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend, my buddy, my partner, J.D., I'm going to have to agree with you, buddy. It's going to be Charlotte and Brit- Nikki for the Divas title. I think that matchup is going to be your main event of Monday Night Raw. And the funny thing is, guys, listen to this. Hmm. If it does happen, that would be the third time <clears throat> Monday Night Raw has hosted a Divas main event. That's correct. That is correct. And uh, give us your number about the rating. Um, they got, they got to go with a 3.0. <laughs> You've been saying that for a few weeks, however, and I think we're going to have to see it sooner or later. It's coming. I mean, like I said, with Monday Night Football starting, however, it's coming, however. And I hope it does come, however. I mean, they got to do something, if you will. We'll have to wait and see, however. Uh, like uh, I said. J.D.? Yes, Chad. Yes, sir. I don't mean to cut you off, sir. No, it's okay. What's up? But I don't. I don't mean. I don't mean. To, I don't mean to cut you off. But I want to make one quick announcement, and then I'm going to have to probably leave for the day. Please. Uh, do. <laughs> okay. It's concerning tomorrow night's Revolution show. Yes. There is the possibility. Yes. And uh, and 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 Gerard, Gerard, you're still with me here, partner. Gerard. Yeah. You're still with okay. me. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, that there is the possibility that uh, um, that I may have to make a special pickup tomorrow. Uh, someone's probably going to be coming into town here, and the the part the reason why I'm saying this is because it's going to probably cut it close to me getting Revolution started tomorrow night. So, in the event that this happens, and I'm going to keep Gerard informed about this. Tomorrow night, Revolution will go on. I am not going to delay the show because of this. Mm-hmm. I have I have made this decision, and that Gerard is going to fill in for me in the event that this happens. So Gerard will Gerard will be the host tomorrow night. And Gerard, I will let you know this, and and everyone's a witness here. Yes. Just to let you know, if in fact by some chance I do buzz in tomorrow yes. night, um. And I want Gerard, I just want Gerard to listen to this. And JD, I'm not taking anything away from you, partner. No problem. I want, Gerard, I want, I want Gerard to listen to this. Sure. Um, that tomorrow night, that if I, if you don't, if I, if I let you know that I will not make be able to do revolution, and of course you know how to operate everything and all, so you'll take the reins tomorrow night. If in fact I do buzz in sometime tomorrow night. I made the mistake. I'm gonna learn from my mistake I made Saturday night. I'm still gonna. I will still. I'm still gonna let you. Like I said, you're still gonna be running the show, partner. You're gonna because, like I said, I made that mistake. I'm saying it on air for everyone to hear. Because as 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 the as the host of as the host of <clears throat> shows as the as the creator of these shows and all that it is my responsibility to keep an open mind about things. So I said I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. And and everyone here is a witness, everyone heard me say this. Yep. So, Gerard, I'm letting you know that if I back off from that, you you need to call me on it. 
I'm letting you know that right now. Okay. So, so tomorrow night, in, in any event, I will I will let him know if the, if if my plan here, if I will not make it in time, I will let Gerard know somehow, or I will let someone know to tell Gerard that I will not be able to make it to the revolution, and he'll get on the horn, and he will get the show going. He will host it tomorrow night in the event. I will in in my in my absence. But if I in the event that happens, I will be back to host it Wednesday. So. Okay, okay, that sounds good. Uh, thank you for okay. that information, there, Chad. And uh, hopefully, we will have you on tomorrow night. And if not, uh, yes, the King, the Sunny uh, Bono, the group will be running things tomorrow on Revolution in more ways than one, shall we say? Like so we'll he should to- run it Valvina style. We could, that's possible. I don't know about. We'll have to see what Chad says about that. Michelle. That's not yes. that. Just or Paul Heyman stuff for that matter. Uh, right. like, yeah, you can do a whole two hours of Paul Heyman right. with us. Because, be great. Because like I said, like I said before, it's, I'm not taking anything away at all from anybody else here. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has the capability to do this, but you know, Saturday night. Um, this is something, and, and Gerard knows about this, and Gerard, my apologies for bringing this out into the open, but this is this is something I'm doing to make up for my mistake. Okay. And I and and, and I and I just want to let you know, there, friend. I know you're I know you're 100 percent capable of doing it, and I, and you know he's he like I said, you know he gave me the chance by let me come on the brew a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So that you can simply say, partner, I'm returning the favor. So, And I'm sure he will accept it, and I think we'll all accept it with open arms. No question about that, Chad. Thank you for that yep. information. All right. Um, let's see. What were we discussing? How are we? Just, oh, the main event. That's right. I think we all got our predictions in as far as that goes, and uh, I don't know if anyone else wants to close with anything before we call it a day here. Uh, we'll turn it over to the boss man first, Mr. Hinshaw. Do you have anything to say for us before you close it up today? Uh, uh, well, just, of course, uh, like I said, depending upon, like I said, either tomorrow night or Wednesday night, we will have the WWS Fantasy Stable pay-per-view, of course, uh, of course, the Divas Revolution. Um, I have gone on ahead and um, let everyone know that the main event match for the Fantasy Stable pay-per-view is, in fact, already set because I did not have anybody else to vote, and there was only three divas that were voted on, so I just I just pretty much I just pretty much decided to put those three divas in up up against Paige, and those three divas uh, 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 the match will be as just like this. It'll be Paige. Let me see, and I'll have to go back and uh, let me go back and look over because I actually put it on here, and I don't have it with me. Uh, okay, come on, computer. I'm talking to myself here. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> it's just like a, it's like right. family. Okay, it's I got like, it right like here. Family guy. Go on. I got it. I got it right here. Okay, I got it. It's going to be Paige versus Velvet Sky, China, and Victoria. Very interesting. Very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Those teams so like that, chosen. It, it, it'll be either tomorrow night or Wednesday night, depending upon if I am available tomorrow or not. But like, if I'm not there tomorrow, Gerard has the show. So yep. like I said, just just follow him, just like you would follow me. All right. Very so good. So he'll be very the leader. He, he's the leader. He's the leader tomorrow yes, night is. if I'm not there. Yes, he yes. is. No question about it. All right. Uh, Your Majesty, uh, anything else you want to close with today? 
Well, I do. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's taking over for Donald Trump and Celebrity Apprentice. Yes, I did hear that. Good. <laughs> that's that's good to see. Good to see for the uh, former governor of California. That's going to be very interesting to hear the Terminator and the board. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> You're terminated. <laughs> wow. Yep. I can see that. You've been terminated. And, uh, and I you have gone. And, and, uh, it's just not a tumor. <laughs> I, I thought we would move you, move you from the boardroom. I shoot you through the window. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, but yeah. seriously, I mean, good for him. Good for the former governor and uh, legendary actor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Best of luck to him on that. That that is very good to hear. Anything else you want to chip in there? That's a good thing. No, I'm good. Okay, Michelle, uh, you want to uh, close anything out for us today? Uh, yes, I sent a picture to Gerard that I found, and um, I was pretty much done after the fact because it was well, what it was Gerard. It was WrestleMania after WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Uh, right. Brock Lesnar and Billy Gunn in the same picture. Very nice. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. The king. The, the, uh, it was Mr. a. Um, Good. It was a. I'm done moment for me, honestly. Very nice. The man, the human, the second, I should say, the master of the F5 and Mr. Assman himself there in Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. A great, a good moment there as Michelle sent it to uh, the Sonny uh, Bono of the group, if you will, let's just say here on Revolution Radio. The only thing Radio. missing was me in the middle. <laughs> well, it would have been nice, though. You, it could have been nice with, uh, you know, it could have been a foursome. You could have had Randy in the picture, and you could have been in the picture with all three of them. Now, that would have been nice, Michelle. Oh, my that, God. That would have been, been a happy great, woman. I'm that, Michelle that, that, that's Sam- moment. I'm Michelle Sandwich. <laughs> yes. So to speak. I'm just... all right, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think we all are. Oh, I guess yeah. it still has not called, gone in touch with us. Hopefully he'll join us next week. Um, and, John, I'm going to ask you for your final thoughts before we wrap it up here today. Uh, no. Nope. Okay. Well, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us here on Raw Radio again for episode number eight weeks. We've done this now, folks. Episode nine is next week, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about Night of the Champions, what happened in the fallout there. We'll talk about what happened last week on Raw. Michelle, we hope you get your power back very shortly, however. And if it doesn't happen, however, you can F5 and uh, basically uh, throw the uh, cable man all over the ring by suplexing him into Suplex City and tell him this is your ticket, however. And uh, we hear Stephanie McMahon barking again. I thought she was... Uh, done barking already. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, with that said, we want to thank our panel okay, today. Okay, then. <laughs> we want to thank our panel today, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, of course, Gerard T. Smith, the Sonny Bono of the group. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, along with Michelle Lynn Dodds, the mayor out of Suplex City and the share of the group. And, of course, the Ringo star of the group, Mr. John Gross, the human suplex machine. And, Chad, I'm thinking of a nickname for you now. I'm going to say we're going to give you, Chad, the Paul McCartney of the uh, panel. So, Chad, Paul McCartney, Hinshaw, joining us as well. We also would like to uh, thank our, hopefully our other guests are listening there, the JML Experience, Jeff Teeters, and especially as we've all said, I've said a lot today, Rhonda Rushright, we love you, we're thinking of you and your family, we hope your dad's doing okay, and uh, hopefully you'll be back with us very soon, and hopefully you'll call in, and the rest of uh, you out there, we'd like to hear from you, one seven two four 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 seven four 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 one three eight seven four four. 
Number one, you can talk to us all each and every Monday. And, of course, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, of course, they are on with me. John is in the chat box. Or Saturday night, you can listen to U.S. Attitude Radio with Michelle and Gerard. They'll be talking about Raw this week. They'll be talking about SmackDown. And, of course, the United Champions from 9 to 11 or a little after 11. So don't forget that. And Sunday, they will all be on. And I might even squeeze in, too, maybe. John, I know will be in the chat box. I'll be calling in, hopefully, for our predictions for Night of the Champions, which is this Sunday, folks. Yes, Sunday night in Houston, Texas. It should be a very interesting night. And, of course, it will be a great night in Beale Street tonight. Who knows? What we'll see, and we just heard from Guest Six. He says that next week, however, he will call in with a few of his old wrestling pals. So we hope to hear who it is next week. Uh, we are looking forward to that, uh, uh, seeing that happen. However, and hopefully he will join us next week. So for now, we're going to take you out. And uh, John has some music for us. We thank you for joining us today. We will talk to you again next Monday, and we, of course, will be back tomorrow night on. Revolution Radio. So with that said, John, cue us up, power to end the day. Thank you for joining us today here on Raw Radio. John, go right ahead. See you later, guys. Bye, Michelle. Take care. Have a great one. Bye, guys. How is it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I like it. It's good. George, you good with it? Yeah. yeah. All right. Couple more seconds. Tell me when to stop. Right. Oh, no, two minutes. I mean, Chad actually likes it, actually, so he just made a comment, so that's good. Can I stop now? Yeah, cut it. Alright guys, good show, good show We'll catch up with each other eventually John, I'll talk to you later on Gerard, you have a good rest of the night Partner, I'll talk to you tomorrow, alright? Alrighty Alright, later guys Every fan knows the right player In the right position can be a game changer Put LifeLock between your identity And identity thieves To monitor and alert you to threats you could miss Plus, with a US-based restoration specialist On your team you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.